the Thriving Student Podcast, helping you go from surviving to thriving during your studies. Hi there, love. My name is Bridget, and I'm a qualified naturopath at Earthly Health Naturopathy. Welcome to the Thriving Student Podcast. My aim is to provide you with practical natural health tips about nutrition, lifestyle changes, and some herby magic to make studying a little easier. So let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 14 of the Thriving Student Podcast. How the heck are you? I hope you had a chance to enjoy the very brief but beautiful sunshine here in Melbourne over the weekend. It's currently Sunday morning for me. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I've got a big day of sitting in the sun planned. How lucky. So nice. I might make it to the dog park. We'll see how we go. <laughs> what did you think of my poo episode last week? If you hadn't, haven't had a chance to listen, I encourage you to go back and take it all in. While it can be uncomfortable if you've not thought about it before, I know poo can be a little bit of a sticky subject. Poo, in, uh, <laughs> poo intended, pun intended, sorry. It can bring a lot of awareness and understanding to your gut function the more that we learn and understand about it. And that's basically the aim of this podcast. It's to help you have a deeper understanding of your body, what it's trying to tell you when symptoms come up, and how we can naturally learn to manage and address the underlying cause of these symptoms. So that brings me to this week's episode. My poor partner has been struggling with headaches this last week, so I wanted to touch on some of the management strategies that I recommend for clients to help manage the intensity and frequency of their headaches. I'm going to cover a couple of different topics, what types of headaches you might be getting, natural ways to manage their intensity and frequency, and at the very end, I'm going to share why herbal medicine can be a really supportive adjunct for headaches in my clients. So let's go. First up, what type of headaches might you get? There are heaps. And I I know that you know that a headache is not just a headache. There are always a lot of different causes behind them. So I want to talk through some of the most common and probably some of the most relevant for students in particular, because that's you. So let's get into them. The first one is a hangover headache. That's that throbbing pain. It maybe comes with nausea and a little bit of a fever. And it feels like it's all over that head rather than just on one side typically caused by shock horror alcohol. So alcohol dilates and irritates the blood vessels in the brain and the surrounding tissues. That's where the actual pain in the head comes from. So that's one type. Another common type that I see is a caffeine withdrawal headache. Classic if you forget to have your daily coffee or you sort of skip a day or you're drinking less coffee than normal or you're starting to create a little bit of a difference between how much coffee you have Or if you've had like a lot of coffee over the last couple of days and then you start to cut back down, you know, like you were trying to get through some study, Um, which by the way, not a great way to do that, but that's a different, that's a different chat. Like with alcohol, your blood vessels are dilated by caffeine. So they tighten in reaction to that. They try to sort of stabilize themselves. Then when we reduce the amount of caffeine that you were having, the body over tightens or restricts those blood vessels and causes that pain. That restriction causes that pain in the head. So that's where that comes from. A big way to get through this one is to just naturally make sure that you are having less less caffeine than normal, that you're not relying on it all the time. Um, 
And the best thing about a caffeine withdrawal headache is it's usually pretty uh, fleeting. It's not going to last longer than a day. Make sure that you keep your water up and you should be able to get through that one. But just try to avoid too much caffeine in the first place. Another one that I see really commonly, and I think it's skipped over a lot, is an eye strain headache. So usually that will be at the front of your head, both sides and behind the eyes. It's caused by that muscle tension of trying to keep your eyes stable and there's an imbalance there. And that can be due to uncorrected vision or astigmatism. And what the big recommendation here is to go and make sure you get your eyes checked. Or if you're meant to be wearing glasses, please pop them on, especially when we're spending so much time looking at screens or down at textbooks or notes or writing all the time. If you haven't had your eyes checked in a little while, consider this your sign to go and get that booked in. Another type of headache is the tension type headache. It's typically a bit of a dull pain, not necessarily a big throbbing pain in the head. Um, frequently it's on both sides and has maybe a bit of tightness in your scalp or maybe down your neck as well. That can be caused by emotional stress or sort of that, that, that stress that comes with the body or repression of emotions or trying to push through. There might be something that you experience maybe when you're going through a lot of study or sack week or something like that. Um, there are also menstrual related headaches. So these period headaches can sort of even be migraine like and they occur around your period or in association with your period. So it could be before you get your bleed, during or immediately after, or it can even be mid cycle around ovulation. And it's associated with these really big shifts in your hormones. And when we get these headaches, it lets us know that there's actually an imbalance there. So those hormones are not in the levels that are considered to be sort of imbalance. You do not have to put up with this, even if it was something that your mum had or something like that. I hear that a lot. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's just one of my symptoms. Mum had it, so I guess I have it too. In a naturopathic consultation, we can figure out which of your hormones are imbalanced sorry, imbalanced and work to balance them out and make sure to correct that. I find that low progesterone is usually associated with period headaches. So definitely don't feel like you have to just put up with that. It's definitely worth the conversation. We don't need you to be in pain every month. Last one and a common one for my partner as well, but huge as we head into the winter season is a sinus headache. This can be characterized by pain in your nose or your nasal area. Um, could be caused by an infection that blocks the sinus ducts and prevents that normal drainage of mucus. If you're wondering if you've got a sinus-related headache, you can actually try pressing on your cheeks near your nose. Don't press too hard. Or up in your eyebrows as well and see if there's any pain or just above your eyebrows. It's where your sinuses are sort of draining from. So if there is inflammation in that area and you're not sure where your headache's coming from, that's a good way to test. You may need to head to the GP or you may need to talk to your naturopath about some immune support so we can encourage that clearance. So lots of different types of headaches. But there are also um, like heaps and heaps and heaps of reasons why you might be getting a headache. So the other factors that might be contributing to that are simply dehydration. You might be tired or not getting good quality sleep. Headaches are also really associated with poor liver functioning. Your liver is where we do a lot of detoxing and cleaning and making sure that we're not having toxins build up in the body. And if that's not working properly, we can get this really big inflammatory buildup in the body and that can result in a headache as well. You may not have had enough food or you're having a low blood sugar episode that can contribute to a headache. If you've got poor posture or you're studying in an uncomfy spot, so I just want you to think about your posture and where you're sitting and where you're leaning over your computer, that can definitely lead to a headache as well. 
uh, poor diet or inflammatory dietary triggers or environmental toxins like different smells or chemicals or products or medications they can also con can contribute to a headache um, and medications, drugs, and smoking can also contribute to headaches as well. So if they are something that you are really struggling with, if you find that you're getting a headache a couple of times a week, you're not quite sure where it's coming from, or you feel like you need to manage it with frequent Panadol or Nurofen to sort of get through the day, that's not sustainable. And you really, really need to look into that and figure out where it's coming from. So touch base with your GP to rule out anything sinister if you're not sure, or book an appointment with your naturopath like me, and you can help find the underlying cause for your specific situation and your headaches, and then get in there and solve the problem. All right, so we've talked about the things that can lead to headaches. Now let's talk about the ways to manage that. So I have six, six different natural tips to keep in mind when you've got a headache. Now, I highly recommend noting these down, putting them on a piece of paper, stick them in your cupboard or something like that. So when you're in pain, you don't have to remember back to this podcast episode. You've already got that there because I know when you're in pain, it's so hard to sort of put those thoughts together um, and think about things that might be helpful. So have your list ready to go. So let's make our way through them. The first one that I always suggest is using warm or cool compressors so things like a heat pack applied to your neck and your shoulders can help to encourage good blood flow to the brain and reduce the constriction of your blood vessels as well as encourage that muscle relaxation as well sometimes for some people it will be more appropriate to put a cold compress so like a wet washer on your forehead to help decrease the pain and the severity especially when your headache is associated with a fever fever sorry so definitely see which one works for you some people prefer getting a little bit warmer some people prefer having a bit of a cold packet packed uh, applied it will definitely depend on where your headache's coming from but that's definitely a good one to keep in mind so that's the first the second one is being wary of your caffeine and alcohol intake especially if this is where you think your headaches might be coming from so if your headaches are being caused by skipping that coffee or maybe drinking too much alcohol you're going to need to reassess your intake as I said earlier, substances like these impact the dilation and constriction of blood vessels in the brain. So that irritates surrounding tissues. It also impacts the delivery of oxygen and nutrients to those tissues as well. So having a maximum of one or two coffees a day and reducing your regular alcohol intake will reduce the hangover type headache as well. So keep that in mind. And maybe if you are regularly getting a headache, like on a Sunday morning, uh, I think you want to sort of figure out what that pattern is that might be leading to that. Uh, the third one is increasing your hydration. So you just simply must have enough water in your system to prevent a headache development. So that's at least two liters every day of water because it helps to keep up the fluid balance in your body. It's boosting the clearance of toxins and also helps with stabilizing blood pressure. Go back, listen to the water episode, think about where and how you're getting enough water into your body. So that's the third one. The fourth recommendation, and this is uh, one of my absolute favorite nutrients, is making sure that you're getting in magnesium into your body. And there's a reason I mention this in so many episodes, because I love it. It's the best nutrient. It's really important for managing and preventing headaches, as well as the fatigue or poor sleep that might come along with a headache. 
Magnesium also helps to dilate the blood vessels, it relaxes muscle tension and can reduce inflammatory markers as well and can even improve the neurotransmitter production in the brain. So even those chemical signals that are helping our brain to sort of process thoughts and create actions, that's where we can have magnesium support that as well. Supplementation may be necessary. So you may actually need to talk to your naturopath about getting a good dose of magnesium into your body for a good therapeutic dose, something to actually make too much of a difference. But you can get magnesium as well from foods like nuts, like almonds, hazelnuts, walnuts. Uh, Magnesium is also present in whole grains like buckwheat, brown rice, millet, and also leafy greens as well. So magnesium is a really good support here for reducing headache intensity. My fifth recommendation is peppermint and lavender essential oils, two really beautiful and popular essential oils that are commonly used to relieve headache tension. Now, these are actually best used as a blend, and you can buy a blend typically of the peppermint and lavender essential oils from really great, good quality essential oil companies like Absolute Essential or Eco Modern Essential uh, or Thursday Plantation, I think, have a blend as well. I'm going to pop a, a link in my show notes so you can have a look at it. Um, you can add a few drops to a carrier oil, so put it in like a little bit of olive oil or almond oil or coconut oil, for example, and you can rub it on your temples or on the nape of your neck or behind your ears. Or sometimes I would even suggest putting it in a diffuser and having it at your desk while you're studying. Even just inhaling it and breathing in the smell of the oil from the bottle can be really effective as well. So that can be something to use uh, maybe before you jump into having a Panadol or something. Give it a go. Take a couple of deep breaths of that beautiful essential oil and I think you might really see a difference. And then the last suggestion is structural support. More often than not, tech neck is really at fault for this headache. So it's extremely common considering you are leaning over a laptop and looking down at your phone for so much of the day. So if you've got an underlying structural issue or misalignment in your spine or your neck, for example, that's not going to go away with a little bit more hydration or some essential oils, for example. You actually might need some physical therapies like osteopathy or chiropractic or massage, for example, to help uh, address the underlying causes of the headache. So that might be the muscle tension, the poor posture, maybe ergonomics like where you're sitting or what your study situation looks like as well. So there's definitely room for a little bit of extra external support here as well. So hopefully there's a couple of things in there that you can start to implement in your own day-to-day life or maybe just a reminder or two for some strategies that you'd forgotten. If those techniques are unhelpful though or they aren't quite enough to manage your headaches, a naturopath appointment can be the next step. So that's the last thing I wanted to talk to you about today was about the value of beautiful herbal medicine and what it can add in this situation. Once we figure out what's going on with your headache, where it's actually coming from, we can choose some really specific herbal medicine actions to support the treatment plan. So, for example, if your headache is caused by alcohol or medications or toxin involvement, we may choose some herbs to help support clearance from the liver and help with that detoxing. So those would be herbs that are hepatoprotective, which means protective for the liver. And some of these herbs include things like St. Mary's thistle, which you might have heard of. It's uh, Saliban marianum. Uh, Globe artichoke is another really good one, Sinara scolimus, or dandelion root as well, Taraxacum officinalis radix. So they are some really important liver supportive herbs that can be useful if that's where your headache might be coming from. Uh, If your headache was caused by poor circulation or there's muscle tension or maybe it's related to blood pressure, 
We might need to use herbs that are circulatory stimulants and promote blood flow to the brain. So that could include herbs like ginkgo, uh, which is known as ginkgo biloba, or rosemary is a really good one as well. I actually love rosemary as a study herb anyway. That is known as rosemarinus officinalis. Or potentially we might need to rely on some anti-inflammatory or analgesic herbs as well that can decrease pain. So things like turmeric, which is uh, known as curcuma longa, or cramp sorry, cramp bark, uh, viburnum opulus is a really good herb here as well. So that's where we can use herbal medicine for that sort of cause of a headache. Um, for example, if a headache might come from nervous tension or mental health concerns or stress, we really need to support those functions in the body with herbs that help to calm the nervous system. So like an anxiolytic or an antidepressant herb, for example. So things like lavender, which I've talked about before, lavendula, angustifolia. Lavender is beautiful anxiolytic, very, very calming. Or Californian poppy, also known as Eschultzia californica, fantastic for pain management as well. So that's definitely something we can keep in mind by taking a detailed case history we can talk about the range of factors that actually are involved in the cause of your headaches that might include nutrition inflammatory triggers in the environment there could be hormone imbalances here or potentially your gut health as well so we'll talk about your poo so go back and listen to that episode how efficiently you're detoxing and eliminating from the body are all really important factors as well a health problem is almost always multifaceted and your body and your health deserves the time to assess what's really going on for you and develop a personalized treatment plan. Sometimes I think headaches are really knocked to the side because they're a little bit like, yeah, you just have to put up with it and it's not quite serious. But it can be serious and it can definitely impact really largely your your daily function. So I think it's very worthwhile considering some of these natural management strategies. But also, even if that's the only thing that you think is going wrong at the moment, it can sort of suggest to us that something's not quite right underneath the surface as well. So that's where a detailed case history can be really, really valuable and we can find out how it's specifically impacting you. So a quick episode today, there you have it, headaches I wanted to cover off. There are lots of different types and they can be caused by factors such as alcohol, caffeine, dehydration, poor diet, tiredness, toxins, muscle tension, and even poor posture as well. Some ideas that we ran through today for managing those headaches include a warm or cold compress, making sure you're drinking enough water, increasing your intake of magnesium with different foods, using peppermint and lavender essential oil blends, and also looking for external structural support as well with physical therapies. And if you are looking for naturopathic support, herbal medicine can be a really, really great support depending on what your underlying cause is for the headache. I hope there are some strategies in there that will help you thrive. Have a wonderful week. Talk soon. listening to the thriving student podcast you can find me on instagram and facebook at earthly health naturopathy or email me with feedback or any questions at hello at earthlyhealth.com.au i would absolutely love to hear from you you can also rate and follow the podcast which would just be amazing all right good luck with your sack or assignment this week keep well and we'll talk soon bye
This podcast was recorded on the land of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.